welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This yeah. is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> to the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. Welcome to the Jeff Macalino Podcast. Uh, I have a very exciting episode for you today with David Weiss, who you may know as Flat Earth Dave. Yes, that's right. This is an episode with a flat earther. Uh, I do highly recommend going down in the show notes and clicking on the YouTube link and watching this podcast because David uh, does have some visual uh, demonstration components, which you can listen to, but I do think it's better visually. I don't usually put my podcasts on YouTube because I do like uh, to have the uh, metrics to go off. And uh, obviously, it's more beneficial in podcasting metrics if you listen to an episode for me. Um, but, you know, if more people subscribe to the YouTube channel, maybe you'll get more videos on there. So hit the subscribe button when you're over there. Uh, and I hope you enjoy this one. Very interesting stuff. I'll come in on the back end with a little more. Uh, shout out to all the listeners and supporters of the show. Uh, Listen Notes uh, updated their ratings today as I'm recording this. And uh, the Jeff McAlino podcast is now in the top 5% globally. So we, we're getting there. We're getting there. So remember to subscribe. Share it with a friend. This is a good one to share with a friend. Uh, it's thought-provoking at, at the very least. Um, so again, I recommend clicking that YouTube link below to get the visual uh, stimulation that is, uh, you know, there with the presentation that David has. Um, very cool setup he has, by the way. I wish I could figure out something like that. Um, but that's besides the point. Go there, check it out. You can listen to it as well. But again, I do think you're you're going to miss some of the visual cues if you uh, do not click on the YouTube link. And again, remember to subscribe. All right. See you on the flip side. All right, everybody, I am super pleased to welcome to the Jeff McAlino podcast, David Weiss, a.k.a. Flat Earth Dave. Uh, Dave, how are you? I am doing great, man. Thanks for uh, having this conversation. I love talking to people that think they live on a ball floating through space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited to get into this one because I, I will... Um, I'll say I've I've been wanting to since honestly the very beginning of my podcast and it's been well over a year now uh, have someone who could intelligently discuss the flat earth with me and uh, I have not found one yet but well, I know from from doing some pre uh, interview research I know I've got one today who will run circles around me. So. <laughs> well, that that not it's that's not the plan. The plan is to unplug you from the matrix what's the matrix well you know the the movie the matrix mm -hmm. it's a documentary the matrix is the heliocentric system it's a prison for your mind it's to limit your ability to think and to understand where you are and to see the world for what it is so my job here today is to point to all the doors there's so many doors that have just out of everyone's vision um they're right there for you to go investigate and uh, and see what's there you know, here, here's the thing. Do you, uh, you want to did you go to college after high school? I did. Yes. All right. So complete so waste of time. Yeah. Complete, <laughs> complete waste of time. 
the amount of work I've done on flat earth is more than in my entire school and college career combined. Right. It, it's like, because belief is easy, right? You believe my name is Dave. You don't know it. You have to do a little research, go on Facebook. You see my friends there. You see stuff. They call me Dave. You see whatever you find my high school yearbook. All right. Now, now, you know, I've got the that, birth certificate here. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that takes effort. That takes time and effort. And uh, most people aren't willing to do that. We're taught to just believe and move on and, you know, drink beer and, you know, smoke joints and take naps and watch movies and cheer for sports teams. I do like well, all those things. <laughs> I, you know what? I, 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 don't, I like, I like a couple cocktails myself. And uh, I used to be a sports fan, but I had season tickets to the New York jets oh. for many years. So now I'm done with football. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want to torture yourself, there's easier ways. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so there you go. So, um, I, I know the, the basic beginning, but for my listener, uh, explain so i like your backstory kind of how you got started in the whole uh conspiracy world because i myself less than a year ago decided i'm leaving the corporate world i'm not playing this game anymore i'm going to try to make it on my own pass or fail will you know that's yet to be determined but uh i know you did a similar thing probably with a little smarter plan than me but regardless uh, <laughs> actually knew- the plan the plan filled in for me I, the the desire and the action and the faith is there and then the the how is kind of delivered to you mm. and that's what they don't want you to know they we're, we're jumping way forward here your thoughts create your reality so if you have shitty thoughts you're gonna have a shitty reality right mm. and if you have good thoughts it attracts good things and that, that, that's true. Just look at everything in your life. All the things that you focused on, they all come into your life, whether they're good or bad. Okay. And, uh, you know, people are like, oh, that's so new age. No, it's not. It's the world that we live in. This place is, for lack of a better word, magical. And they, they, or they, they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to challenge their authority over you because they have none other than in your imagination. So this entire flat earth thing, Okay, flat's not a shape, by the way. So we're not talking about a shape. Flat is a description of level and horizontal is um, is to, because the thing is, <laughs> I lost my track of thought, my train of thought, but when you discover that the earth is a not a ball floating through space, that it's flat, it's intelligently designed. And now you know that this world was created with intention for us. That changes everything. Okay. Now there's a lot of people in the world that they already believe that, you know, they have their faith in their God and whatever, but it's misplaced. You know, they got it half right. Right. And there's, you know, but I'm not religious or anything, but I know that there's a creator. I know that I'm at the center of creation. I know that this place was built for us. And this place is conspiring. The biggest conspiracy of all is this world is conspiring to deliver every thought that you have to you. That's the biggest conspiracy. So, and, and you hosted a show uh, in New York uh, that was based on conspiracies. Deep inside and, the rabbit hole. Deep inside the rabbit hole. Yeah. The <laughs> and, and I know you initially said when people would bring up the flat earth to you, you'd dismiss them and, and say they were idiots. And Absolutely. <laughs> Ban them from our social media for life. Um, just for <laughs> suggesting that I waste my time with something that stupid. But then I was, I was forced to look into it. 
And I went in with a closed mind. You, at least you're here with an open mind going, let's, let's, let me hear. I went in with a closed mind going, I'm just going to prove the globe, disprove you flat tards and be done with this, right? That was six, seven years ago. And here I am, quit my own job. I, I went, you know, college, corporate America, left corporate America, started my own business, hugely successful. And I walked away from it all because this is the most important topic of our time more important than all the other nonsense going on. All of the other nonsense is based around this because if you believe you're spinning out of control, spinning and twirling and twirling and flying through space, you're lost. You're lost in space. You've given up your, um, your place in, in the earth system, right? Let me ask you a question. I don't know how much research you've done. Do you know how fast the earth is spinning at the equator? Uh, I do not know exactly. Do, do you know how, do you know the circumference of the earth? No. The diameter of the earth? Nope. The speed it's orbiting the sun? Uh, I know it takes 365 days to go around or 365 and a quarter days. <laughs> that, well, and, Allegedly. and well, 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 that, that's wrong. And it, it, it's chasing the sun. You don't know how far, you know how far the sun is, how big the sun is. Right? Uh, I, I think it's like 330 million miles away from us or something. You're wrong. But so, so, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't, by the way, I didn't know any of these answers. When I was a glober, I knew nothing about the globe, just like you and right. just like everyone else. Okay. Because I, Flat Earth Dave, know more about the heliocentric model than any glober would. Because if you knew as much as I knew, you would go, this is a fucking joke. And you would be a flat earther. Okay. Flat earthers know the heliocentric model. And another thing that heliocentrists, that's, that's uh, you know, people that believe they live on a ball, um, they have a false pre-programmed idea of what flat earth is, right? Mm -hmm. they, 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 are, they were programmed to think that, um, that the flat earth is a disc floating in space. You know, mainstream news will, you know, will, will show you this disc floating in space, like this turn up. No flat earther believes this. Right. The Flat Earth Society, you Google, you know, uh, President Obama uh, during his reign or his previous reign, not his current reign. Um, he uh, he mentioned the Flat Earth Society a half a dozen times in speeches. Why the hell would he do that? Because that's where they want you to go. That's what Google's going to serve you. You search Flat Earth, um, Flat Earth in space and hit images. You're going to see shit like this, which is from the Flat Earth Society. Flat Earth Society is controlled disinformation. It's to mm -hmm. make people go, the people that go there and go, oh, this Flat Earth thing is so stupid and they'll never look at it again. And it works. You Google Flat Earth, you only get nonsense. You only get the stuff they want you to see. You can't find the good stuff, right? Well, that, and that's an interesting point. And I, I, I'm going to bring this up now since we're, it, it kind of touches on this. So I, I've done a segment, my, my daughter, uh, introduces it maybe i'll play the clip when i do the audio version you know my dad jeff macalino is a cool dad but he's still old and not hip which he shows by telling me to use the word hip no one uses it anymore anyway there's a segment where my dad has to go to urban dictionary to look up something that confused him on social media what got you confused this week dad Uh, of Urban Dictionary, where I look up a word on Urban Dictionary. And maybe this tells you a little bit about my, the way I think. Um, but I go through in Flat Earther, and I'm going to read these verbatim. And this is, this is just reading Urban Dictionary. And then I'm going to tell you why it makes me think something's amiss. 
Well, you, oh. you can probably guess. So flat earther, the top definition, one who lacks the most important organ, a brain, one who believes the earth is flat and space doesn't exist and is just a dome around the earth and everything is a lie told by government. Uh, the next one, one who is mentally retarded in the head was dropped as a child and snorts crushed up Panadol. The next one, just idiots. That's all it says, just idiots. So this uh, is these are what I call the, the best globe proofs. These well, are the best it, proofs of the globe is calling us stupid and they yes, have nothing else. With no factual background, it almost reminds me of Stephen Colbert having ladies dance in syringe costumes around on the stage. Yes. Uh, not to go into that to get yes. banished from the internet, yeah. but it's right. like, wait, if, if everything you can possibly find, and the Urban Dictionary is only moderately mainstream, I think. Yeah is just screaming in the face with nothing except for these people are retards, they're idiots, whatever. That makes me think something's amiss here. Right. Something, something's not. When the, when the fact checkers are checking the facts, you know that's something to look at because they only give disinformation. You know, the, every, every Glover is like, oh, what, what are we, the only flat planet? Are all the planets flat? Uh, both of those are mixing both models together and uh, no, we don't believe either one of those. We don't believe that we're a flat disk. We don't believe that planets, and it's scientifically provable, are balls of rocks floating in space. I mean, if you start doing the math and look at the numbers and understand how size, perspective, um, the inverse square law of light works, um, and that's very simple, I can explain it. Um, once you understand that, then you look at it and go, you know, how come when I look up and I see Mars and Venus and Mercury and Saturn with my naked eye, they're brighter than any other star? Because if you think about it, if you were on Jupiter, Jupiter is, I would say, not reflective. It's a dusty, dirty, you know, gassy planet. If you're on Jupiter, the sun is much farther away than it is from Earth. So the sun is tiny. The sun is almost star-like, okay? I mean, it's a, a, big, a big star, if you will. But so you have to imagine that that distant sun, smaller sun, is lighting up Jupiter. That light is reflecting off of those clouds and coming all the way back to Earth. And we see it brighter than any star in the sky. With our naked eye. Yeah. <laughs> with, with our naked eye. But so you have to understand now, that let me, let me explain the inverse square law um, for people that don't understand. If you have a point of light, right? I have a square inch a cube, a circle, a one-inch diameter ball of light. As that light, if you hold it right next to your eye, it's really bright. As that light gets farther away, it, it, that light expands, and it gets, it gets spread out. It gets thinner. So I got a balloon, and uh, there's no air in it, just a little, little tiny air in it. It's not even not blown up yet. And let's pretend that balloon is a light, and the rubber represents the light. I blow up the balloon to a foot wide, now that rubber is thinner because it has to cover more area. Sure. I blow it up to 10 feet wide. How friggin' thin is that? I blow it up to 150,000 miles wide. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is there anything left? Right. So the same thing happens with light. Every time you double the distance with light, it's one quarter of the brightness. Right. So you got that distant sun light reflecting off of that planet coming back to earth and we see it. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. You go out on a, on a, in the middle of nowhere on a full moon night, you can read by a full moon. You cast the moon, cast your shadow on the ground. It's that bright. Let's just pretend that's one lumen. 
if you go halfway to the moon, the inverse square law says it's four lumens because it quadruples every time you half the distance. Half again, 16, half again, 64. By the time you get to 100 miles from the moon, <clears throat> I'm not going to say the number because it, 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 your brain will melt, but it's 64 times brighter than we see the sun. The moon would have to be 64 times brighter than we see the sun for us to see it the brightness that we see it. Yeah, which would instantly blind us. <laughs> that that would vaporize you, right? Yeah. All, yeah. all, all of it, <clears throat> excuse me, all of it is complete and total nonsense. It's just total nonsense, but they throw big numbers out there, right? How much is a trillion? I do this in every show. How much is a trillion? How much is, how long is one trillion seconds just for time? Take a guess. One trillion seconds. Yeah, I'm take guessing a guess. several years at least, maybe probably more. Uh, well, take a guess. And if you guess within one year, I'll give you a Bitcoin. Uh, 27 years. Very close. 31,000 years. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now think, let that soak in for a second. One trillion seconds is 31,000 years. Seconds. I don't even think 31,000 years ever existed so far, right? No. Since the creation of Earth. Um, so if you're traveling at a mile per second and you're heading to Alpha Centauri, which is the closest star, 25 trillion miles away, a mile per second for 1 trillion seconds, it took you 31,000 years and you're 125th of the way there. <laughs> okay? You got to do that 24 more times to get to the closest star. And you, be, and you believe that we can see that star with our naked eye? We can see Polaris with our naked eye. Polaris, our North Star, 433 light years away. All right? I can scientifically prove to you that Polaris at six light days away, six light days, not a year, six light days, the, the distance light travels in six days is scientifically provably, ignoring the inverse square law problem, it's scientifically provable that its size would be too small for your eye to see. Your eye has an angular resolution limit. If I held a penny right here, you can see it. But if I moved it, I forget the distance, a mile or two miles away, you couldn't see it. It's too small. Its angular right. size is too small to resolve, but we can see Polaris at 433 light years away. This is all where our brains melt. Our brains, we weren't taught to think. We were taught to memorize, regurgitate, and not ask questions. So, so a couple things jump out. Um, so what is the moon then that we see in the sky? Biggest question of all. There's many times you could find me outside screaming at the sky. What the hell are you? Moon? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right now, right now, <clears throat> at the time of this, that we have a half moon in the day sky. It's huge. It's amazing. <clears throat> and if you look at it, where are you located? Uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. So go out. After this, go look at the moon in the day sky, and you'll see the blue sky is behind the moon. Mm -hmm. Okay, you'll you'll see that the moon, um, the moon is kind of looks translucent. Oops, that's not what I wanted. Um, the moon kind of looks. Oops, I'm turning myself off. I'm coming all sorts <laughs> here. Um, where is? Okay, here we go. Sorry about that. Um, the moon is translucent. It's blue here, and it's kind of black here. Are we seeing through the moon? It's very strange. 
right? Mm. But if you go look at the moon right now, you'll see the blue sky is clearly behind the moon. The moon that we see is within our Earth system. Remember when you're driving down the road as a kid in the back of the car and the moon was following you? You said, hey, mom, the moon's following me. Right. Told you, told you, no, it's not. She's wrong. It does. Okay. And I'll, I'll, let me explain how that, how that happens. The moon and the sun and the stars that we see in the sky are an optical thing. Right. What do I mean by that? So let me, uh, where's my table? Where is it? Sky sheet. Here it is. All right. So we see the moon. I, I believe that. And, and again, Anything above where we can reach, which is about six, 72 miles, is speculation. I think there's some sort of dome up there. And I think the source of the sun, the moon, and the stars are above that or within it. And then we see them in what I call our personal atmospheric dome, right? So here's a little thing I did. This is a sheet hanging in the middle of my room, a blue sheet. And I got a flashlight on the far side about 10 feet away. And it amazingly looks just like a sun. Right. Mm -hmm. So my girlfriend's off to the left over here. And I said, where do you see the sun? She's like right there. And I'm like, I, I see it here. I move over to her point of view. She sees it there. I move over. I see it over here. She still sees it over here. That's how our sky works. If you and I were at the beach watching the sunset, I'd see the, wa the, the, the light on the water was skimming, you know, that glare on the water coming right to my feet. I'd look over, I wouldn't see it on yours, but you would see it coming to your feet and it wouldn't be coming to mine. Hmm. You would see the sun in a different position in the sky than I see it. Because you, because when you move, right? These are new, new concepts. Right, so then I guess the question, and I, I think the answer would be God or the creator or whatever, who, you know, who constructed this dome? And I obviously constructed is a loose term there. Um, well, the whole, the whole world was created and who the creator is. That's everyone's personal journey. Like before I discovered flat earth, I was, I guess you can call me an atheist. I, I never really labeled myself. I didn't follow any religions. Um, I believed in evolution and uh, the big bang and uh, which is all nonsense. And then when I understood that this place is created, well, there's a creator. And that's where I draw the line. You know there's a creator. You figure it out. You Whatever your relationship. Now, your relationship through Christianity, through Buddhism, through whatever, if that works for you, that's your thing. Okay? And that, that's fine. Um, I believe that, you know, we're here having this life experience. Um, you know, we bring uh, souls are the currency of this world. And um, I heard somebody say that a soul is like an infinitely faceted diamond, okay? And when you bring a soul into this world, it has its journey. So we're here having our journey, um, expanding the mind of the creator. We're all part of the creator, okay? Like we are all part of this creation. Everything is alive from, you know, trees to rocks, right? What do I mean rocks are alive? That's a whole nother rabbit hole to go down. <laughs> okay, the, 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 the lights in the sky, which we call luminaries, all of that is part of this electrical living system. And we are here within it to, you know, have these experiences. And this is just one pit stop along our way. So let me ask you this, and this is kind of off, I guess, the flat, flat earth topic a little bit, but it, it may relay. Um, 
so does that lend itself to believing in an afterlife meaning once this physical body you know dies because of alcohol my soul actually can ascend or again ascend is maybe not a literal term here but ascend to a different plane where i can still exist just without the physical you know, you know the, the, question, <laughs> the question is here's the question let's say you you can move to another realm after you know for your next next round or you come back here which one's better okay i don't know right what if we lived here and this shoreline is antarctica okay but over here there's another pond and another pond and another pond right and there's other worlds over here maybe there are more advanced worlds over here okay you know maybe if you pass you get to go to the next level or if you pass you get to stay and do it again i don't know right and i think everyone has their journey there's no schedule um you know you, we come here to learn something and the way I look at it, and I hate comparing it to a video game, but if you buy, let's say you have a, a nice shoot 'em up video game and you jump in and nobody shoots at you. It's boring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> boring. But you're going to fight. You're going to do all your stuff. You're going to team up with you. If you team up with your buddies, think about that. You do a lot better, right? If you're not so selfish and you get your buddies back, you, things work out a lot better. But if you get blown away, bam, you, you don't throw the controller down or some people do. You go back in, you go, you jump right back in. You go, I'm going to do it again. I've learned something. Now I'm going to go back in with that soul's, uh, that soul um, experience and have another experience. This is all a ride. This is all uh, 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 an experience that we, in my opinion, chose to be here at this time. Okay. And, and what we do at this time, you know, I used to laugh going, you know, oh, judgment day. Sure. Right. But when you understand that this place is designed for us, I believe that you're judge. You are judged. You know your your actions in life do come to a review of some sort. And um, you know, not that I was a bad guy. I was a pretty good guy. I'm I'm a way better guy now. I think, and I really enjoy um, helping people. I got uh, somehow. You know, I had everything that I imagined. I. I I left corporate America, started my own company. I'm the CEO of my own company. This is like, I never thought I would accomplish this, making more money than I ever thought I could make. And then I walked away from it all. Who saw that coming, right? <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. And, um, and now I'm out here helping people unplug from the heliocentric matrix. Nothing is more rewarding than that. You know, I do a lot of small podcasts, wake up just the host and a couple of, a couple of listeners, and then they go wake up more people and they go wake up more people. And everyone says the same thing. You know, the, the two mind killers are fear and boredom. Fear is false evidence appearing real fear and uh, boredom, right? No flat earther is ever bored for a split second. Don't care if you're stuck in traffic for 10 hours. I don't care if you have insomnia. There's always something to learn, something to see, someone to talk to, something to think about. Uh, never, ever do you find yourself waiting for time to go by. Hmm. That's a, that's a, the biggest sin, I think, you know, just wasting time. Well, I mean, I, yes, you could waste time and have a good time. As long as you're having a good time, that's not wasting time. Right. Yeah. Well, I tell my kids only boring people are bored. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so you, you showing the map that I, I is behind you now. Um, yeah. I saw only a few days ago, I think uh, you put a video on your YouTube channel 
yeah. uh, kind of showed the map of the whole the whole realm right then, where we then, we live okay. here <laughs> yeah you got these other things but then there's other ponds all over the place now so let me i can i think i can pull that up if i uh if i go here so this is this is my app if i go into youtube hold on and um i go to here I'll warn you as you're pulling this up. I'm fairly certain someone from Marvel listens to my podcast because I, <laughs> there was a, a a thing in Doctor Strange that totally got ripped out of my podcast. We know what those reshoots in January were about. They heard my idea. Yeah, they stole Listen, it. Those bring bastards. It. <laughs> hey, Marvel, let let me advise you on your next podcast. But here we go. We live here. Here are some other realms out here. Okay, more and more all across the Earth plane. Now, I'm not saying this map is real. It may be, it may be super accurate. Nobody knows. Um, but this makes sense. Aliens coming from 25 trillion miles away, if they're lucky, otherwise it's 500 trillion miles. You know, that's another close star farther and farther coming here and crashing in Roswell. That's ridiculous. Okay. Coming across the plane on a, you know, you can probably do it on a conventional aircraft since they don't probably don't use much fuel at all. Like, uh, you know, I don't know if you know about that. Um, they can just, they can connect. Now, some people say, all right, there's a dome. You can't get through the dome. There's ideas that there's tunnels all over the place because we're finding tunnels all over our world that we didn't dig in this, in this, uh, this, this round of civilization. Who knows? But this is scientifically possible if the earth is flat. Flat earth is scientifically possible. The globe floating in a space vacuum is scientifically impossible. Space is scientifically impossible. Therefore, anything that comes from space, international space station nonsense, photos of Earth, are fake because they're coming from a fake place. So the um, and th this map fascinates me for a couple of reasons. But yeah, I it almost I don't know if it's fair to say it almost is like a flat universe as opposed to absolutely, absolutely, right? and and. You know, this is, it makes total sense. So here's the thing. People don't realize, um, they're like, well, where is this? How come we haven't discovered this, right? And the answer is, you know, the Antarctic, um, Antarctica is off limits. You're aware of the Antarctic Treaty, right? Or maybe not. Uh, in, yeah. I've, in 19, in the <laughs> 1940s and 50s, we started uh, exploring Antarctica. Uh, uh, Admiral Byrd came back and said he saw a continent bigger than the United States filled with resources no human has ever set eyes upon, okay? And then he comes back and then he said that on a major news show and then within a year or less, six months, he's dead, okay? And the Antarctic Treaty goes into place. Um, we can't go to Antarctica. No one's allowed to go past 60 degrees south, which is this pink line, okay? What do you mean no one's allowed to go? My, my friends went to Antarctica. They spent like 30 or $50,000. They went to this little peninsula here, this little island on this peninsula, which is bigger than some countries. This is gigantic. And they show them penguins, they show them some ice, and then they kick them out. No one's allowed to go to the outer space. Outer space, right? Mm. Outer space. Think about that, right? If, if, um, if, uh, if we lived here and somebody lived here on this extra territory, extra terra, 
What might you consider them if they came and visited us? Well, that would be an extraterrestrial. <laughs> From where? From where? Uh, outer, beyond the outer space. <laughs> outer, out, the outer space. Yes. Right? And then out, there could be other worlds out here. Other worlds. This makes sense. Again, speculation. Some, you know, some, some diehard Christians will say, God said there's just this, just the dome. There's nothing else, you know. I don't necessarily believe that. I don't, maybe God's talking about a bigger realm. You know, if you look at the Bible, there's so many verses in the Bible um, that, uh, that, that talk about um, a, fl a flat, you know, they never talk about a, a planet. They're always talking about flat, you know, flat, immovable earth. I think there's over 200 verses in the Bible that say that. So. Well, and you could argue that the Catholic Church, at least, I mean, uh, I'm forgetting the scientist, whether it was Copernicus or whoever who, quote unquote, discovered that the earth was round and all that. Right. They they were the, the biggest opponents of that discovery back well, when it uh, happened. A, a priest, a, a, a Jesuit priest came up with the idea of the Big Bang and the whole, the whole thing. It was made up by a priest, right? Our scientists today will tell you that uh it you know they 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 say that uh, um all all the theoretical physicists out there don't don't use a scientific method right they they don't use the scientific method they're all just making up stuff right they're, they all just make up stuff oh this one says um what does this one say whoops pull that there we go um, all the theoretical work has been done since the 1970s has not produced a single successful prediction, says Neil uh, Turok, whatever, director of Institute of Theoretical Physics, right? Not, hasn't produced one correct prediction, right? Then you have um, Michi Kaku that says uh, that they're wrong, you know, when you're wrong from one or you know, 10, 10 times wrong, it's horrible, but they're wrong to one to the 120th, okay? Hmm. One, one, 10, no, 10 to the 120th, 10 with 120 zeros. Remember I told you how much a trillion was, okay? Yeah, trillion has nine <laughs> zeros, nine zeros or 10, nine, nine or 12, 100,000, Million, billion, trillion, twelve, twelve, whatever. <laughs> has twelve. It doesn't have a hundred and twenty. Okay, right. So that number, <laughs> that number, I don't. That I don't even think that could be. That that number is ridiculous. It's it's all ridiculous, right? And then another one, Edwin Hubble. I can't read this one because the type is small. But basically, he says, um, all we can never prove that we're not at the center of creation, but we have to avoid that at all po possible costs and go uh, on philosophical reasons that, you know, that we're expanding like a loaf of friggin' olive bread, you know, raisin bread, right? The nonsense, right? They're making up stuff on philosophical reasons, not using the scientific method, um, you know, to, uh, to just, maintain their position they say he says it's a it's a um, horrid position to admit that for science because everything changes and then you know this guy he says the world is a stage right 
right? William Shakespeare never existed. So the guy that says the world is a stage is a made-up stage character. <laughs> so Shakespeare, I, I've never investigated that. So he is yeah. not even a real he, person. He's not even a real person. He's a group of writers, or what? I forget the whole story, but it's not. It's known that he was not a. He was just a, just books inserted into our history, like the story of Aristophanes, you know, with his sticks and shadows experiment that was made up two thousand years ago. The Greeks figured it out, you know. With Sticks and Shadows. You know the story about the Sticks and Shadows? No. So we're taught in school here that um, we're taught in school that uh, 2,000 years ago, uh, Aristophanes um, noticed one day when he looked down a a well uh, that he could see the reflection of the sun, right? And he knows that sun rays come in. That means that the sun is directly above him. And he knows that the sun is infinitely far, 93 million miles away. So all the rays come in virtually parallel. But the, you know, in reality, um, I don't know how he knew that because no one has ever seen parallel rays, right? So, so he, um, he, uh, he theorized, he goes, hey, I'll send my buddy 500 miles away and he'll count his paces so he knows he's 500 miles, right? Imagine you're like 280 miles and you lose count. You're like, oh, Fuck. You gotta, <laughs> right. So, so he goes, and at the same time, um, he does he does an experiment. They both put up their vertical stick, and Aristophanes has no shadow. His buddy has a shadow. He measures the length of the stick of the shadow. They do some spherical geometry uh, algebra, whatever, and they figure out the shape of the Earth. And Carl Sagan brags about it. You know, oh my God, he figured it out within one or two percent. Pretty good, right? Nobody ever mentioned Aristophanes' experiment until the 1900s, okay? He would have been the most famous guy. He would have been the Michael Jordan of, you know, of <laughs> mathematicians. But on a flat earth, it doesn't matter whether he did it or not, whether it worked or it didn't. It works on a flat earth. Small local sun, here he is. Here's his buddy. Here's his shadow. Do the same math and figure out the sphericity of this flat level plane. Understand? Yeah. So the... I'm I'm trying to think with sunrise sunset type thing. Okay, uh, is that just the creator giving us night and day for our own uh, uh, mental health? Although, I guess in Alaska there are days there the sun shines for all right. Day. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. So look at this. This is the shot in Bulgaria, and it's the time lapse of the sun now. On a heliocentric world, you have to believe that you're the photographer, you're falling over backwards at a thousand miles an hour. Or is that luminary just moving away and appearing to get lower and lower in the sky and taking its light with it as it goes through the thickest part of the atmosphere? When it's over your head, you're looking through a little bit of atmosphere. You're looking forward, you're looking through all atmosphere. And it's just going away and then eventually gets eclipsed by land features or just opaqueness, right? Mm-hmm. So let me let me show you how um, how um, how how it works. So here we have. Let me up. I got to go back a little bit. All right. So when we look when we look, we know these streetlights are all the same level, but they they kind of go down, right? Right. And that's just due to perspective. Mm-hmm. So so on a cumulus cloud day, you have these clouds in the sky, right? And five ten thousand feet above you. 
So if you drew a, a, a string from your eyes to the cloud, it, it goes straight up, right? Almost straight up. And so this cloud deck, which is all at the same height, going into the distance at you know, 20, 30, 40 miles away, it merges with the horizon. So this cloud here is the same height as this cloud. Now, imagine me drawing a string from my eye all the way to this cloud, and I'm standing next to you and I'm looking at the string. That string looks like it's parallel with the water, right? It looks like it's parallel for the water, six feet off the ground the whole way, right? Maybe it's even sloping down, okay? So I see you, you, you and I both standing here, see this as a parallel line. What happens if I quickly went underneath that cloud? So now I'm in the distance, I'm underneath that cloud that looks like it's at the horizon and I could see the string. What am I going to see? I'm not going to see a string going straight back. I'm going to see a string going from five or 10,000 feet sloping down to you. Right. Okay. So this line right here, this line right here is your level. Okay. This is what you see parallel with the earth. So as the sun just moves away, when it crosses this line, it goes behind this opaque atmospheric barrier and when it goes beyond it this is what happens i can't see it anymore you can't see it anymore because it's going behind this and now if i flip this to your perspective um i'm going to show you your perspective from an orthographic view a side view which no one ever sees we call it muppet vision um this is how you would see it so this is your line the sun's going away it's getting lower and lower excuse the south park-esque animation <laughs> right and then you see it looks like it's going behind the horizon it's all perspective right one more one more quick demonstration and this will help you so i call this my flat earth kitchen here's my counter which is the earth here is this could be a mountains or a city skyline or just atmospheric opacity here is the path of the sun it's level i'm moving the sun across it i never go below this and i'm looking at it from a celestial point of view at the same time, I have a camera back on the other end of the counter looking up, watching that sun go away. And from that perspective, this is what the same scene looks like. Look at this line. Does that look level to you? It looks yeah. like it's going down. Oh, and, yeah, it looks like it's And then down. This, this looks like it's at my eye level, but we know it's higher. And look, is the sun going below that or is it just going beyond it? Okay. This, now look at it. I zoomed in a little bit. It almost looks like it's going straight down. If I showed you that first, I said, is that level or is it sloped? You would say sloped. And is this going below? You'd be like, absolutely. Here's a my sunset versus a real sunset. Watch what happens. Look, what's this that's going behind? It's going behind either this could be mountains in the distance that you can't see or just the atmospheric deck of opacity. One more time. As I'm going away, this is at my eye level, even though I'm well below it. This is at my eye level, even though I'm well below it. And it's just going beyond. beyond. I, was, I was in Costa Rica actually less than two months ago, and I noticed that little separation between the the ocean and the that, the sun that's disappearing. The, that's the atmospheric deck of of opacity. What I what I call it, All right? Yeah. Pretty interesting. And then there's also other things that that interfere. Like what's this? What's going on with this candle? Am I pulling it down below the table? Is, am I am I lowering it below the table? That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like, but it's doing the same thing. This lens we, we, is the atmosphere, and the atmosphere works like a lens, and we that's provable, right? 
So here, here it comes coming back again, and it looks like it's rising. This is like our rising sun, right? And what all I'm doing is I have it on, I'm going to show you in a second. I have it on a cart. So here, here's the candle behind the lens. Here's the, the, my viewing point, and I'm just pulling it away. It's just pulling away, and it's setting. So, so let me ask you this, then, in regards to the sun. So yeah. uh, when it comes to heat and even sun tanning, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I know you stay out in the sun, your skin gets darker or burned. Um, I know in Costa Rica, being out in the sun hits a lot harder than Florida, and Florida hits a lot harder than New York. Um, is it still a, a, a source of heat, or what's do you have a, a thought or explanation for that, or is that kind of? I've got props. All right. <laughs> so you and I, um, you, you were in Connecticut, um, and it's the middle of the winter. Uh, we're in the middle of a football field for some reason, and the, it's frozen solid, and there's you know ice and snow on the field. Okay, and we're sitting twenty feet apart, trying to drink beers, but the beers keep freezing. Okay, mm. but we're twenty feet apart. And somebody comes over with a giant heat lamp and they hold it 15 feet over your head. And they're standing there and it melts the snow around you and your, your beard defrosts. And it's a, it's, a, it's a tanning lamp. You're actually getting tan from it, right? You're warm. You take off your jacket. All the snow around you melts. I'm looking at it. Now I say point to it and you go like this. Oh, it's right up there. Right, it's directly above you. It's 15 feet in the air, but you're 20 feet from me. I see it. It's over here. It's lower in the sky. It's lower in the sky. Okay. So here's here's that that ball, and and if now that person walks over to me, keeping it at the same height, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna. It's over there. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And now it's directly over me. I just saw it rise. Right. You saw it get lower, and now that's far away. You got to put your jacket back on. Your beer refreezes. Mine melts. That's I already our finished summer. the beer. We're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that's good. You, you took advantage of the of your summer sun. So, this is the flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, right? So, my the sun is the hour hand. It goes around once a day, and wherever the sun is, it's noon. It's noon in Sydney, Australia, right now. Okay, and. The moon keeps track of the hours in the day. The moon laps the, the sun laps the moon. The sun keeps track of the hours in the days. The sun laps the moon once every 28 days. So the moon keeps track of the weeks and the months. In a moment, one more time around, you have a full moon. They'll be opposed to each other. And then the moon will start waning as the sun starts to catch up to it. Okay. Hmm. So I'm going to slow that down. I'm going to turn on the, the stars. The stars do the same thing. They spin around fixed in their position, slightly faster than the sun. What does that mean? Slightly faster. They have to go around 365 times to lap the sun. Unlike the sun laps the moon every 28 times around, the stars lap the sun every 365 times around, give or take, right? So that means that the sun is in this constellation right now. And in 30 days from now, it'll be over here in this constellation. And then it'll fade back into this one. And it'll fade into this one. And it'll fade into this one. 
So the sun will be in the constellation and 365 days from now, it'll be right back to where it is right now, right? I want you to go out tonight and uh, just before you go to bed, if the sky is clear and mark the time, draw a little star chart and say, okay, I see that. I see that one, that one's bright one. Just make a chart so you know where it, where it is. Put it away, set an alarm in your calendar for the same night, same time next year and go back out exactly where you were. Every star will be in the exact same position that it was now. And we're corkscrewing through space, traveling four and a half billion miles from where we were this year. Every year we're moving over four and a half billion miles. That's just one of the directions. And somehow all of the other stars are following us, maintaining their exact orientations. Okay. All of that is absolute insanity, right? But now let's get back to the seasons. Now that you understand that, this outer yellow line is the Tropic of Capricorn. That's where you were sitting in the field. The inner yellow line is the Tropic of Cancer. That's where I was sitting in the field. Okay. And so I'm going to jump to June. So I'm uh, at June. And look, the sun's going right over Miami. It's hot in Miami. You know why? Sun's right up there, directly over them. Right. But here in New York, it's warm, but the sun is over there. It's a little lower in the sky. It never comes directly above me. I'll never have a day where I don't have a shadow on a vertical stack. Mm. Okay. Because the sun never, the only place that happens is in between the tropics. The sun migrates every six months. So right now it's winter in Australia. It's winter in Johannesburg. It's winter in Santiago. But if I jump forward six months, um, two, four, five, six, if I jump forward, now it's winter because it's far away from New York. It's summer out here. It's summer in Central America. It's summer in Australia because the sun goes right over them. Right. So, so that's the heat lamp moving out and moving back. The reason here in Connecticut, the sun is low in December is because it's farther away. Just like that heat lamp was farther away. And now it's coming back. It's getting higher and higher every day. It's still the same height. It's just my perspective to it. Right. So that does. So it's not a debate that the sun does not provide heat and, and all that stuff. It's just that it's a, on a fixed axis. The sun's going around. It migrates every six months in, six months right. out. It crosses the equinox twice, but it only touches the tropics once. Right. It touches Capricorn. It turns around over the equator. Touches cancer, turns around over the equator, second time, same year. Okay. That's when we have our equinoxes. And the the sun, you know, the the whole thing. Let me see if you can uh, let me see. Hold on. If you can get this. I got a new prop. <laughs> oh, that's not gonna work so well. It's a little transparent. Wow. My blue is transparent. Come on. It's like the moon. <laughs> oh, it's like the, wow. You know what? I could do something with that. Um, I'm not gonna use that. It's too confusing. Um, um, all right. So they tell us that the reason that we have our winter is because we're tilted. We're tilted. Earth. I'll pretend this is the Earth. We're tilted towards the sun. The northern hemisphere is tilted towards the sun, so we get more direct rays. And then during our winter, it's tilted away, and those rays are spread over a bit area. Right? Well, my. There we go. Right. So that's what they tell us that we're tilted away in. Um, and this goes back to your original question. 
way earlier. Um, during our winter, they tell us that we're three and a half million miles closer to the sun. Did you know that? The northern winter. We're closer. We're to the closer sun. to the sun, three and a half million miles. But they tell you that doesn't matter because it's so far away. It's only a few percent, um, you know, three or four percent. Um, it's the angle that matters. Well, if it's the angle that matters, why is it at sunrise here in Connecticut, when the sun shows up over the water, I can feel the heat on my face immediately. I can get a tan immediately. Okay. In June. Now that is the most severe tilt, right? If the sun was directly above me, that's 90 degrees. They tell us we're tilted at 30 to 34 degrees, right? That's our tilt. But when the sun is on the horizon, that's an 89 degree tilt. You can't anymore. The sun will be below the horizon. Okay. How come I can feel the heat on my face? I can get a tan in June. We're three and a half million miles farther from the sun. And then in December, I could look up at the sun at noon when the sun is 50 degrees up in the sky, maybe 55 degrees, a much more direct angle and three and a half million miles closer to me. And I can't even feel the heat on my face. I can't get a tan. Hmm. Right? No glober will address this question. I tried to ask this to not a professor Dave. Um, and he, he goes, I don't understand what you're talking about. You're stupid. That's the best arguments they have, just like you were talking about earlier. Just insult, and they won't address this issue. They won't address it. It's, um, well, so let me ask you this. We're thinking of clouds and, and everything like that. Let me also ask you about things like weather, like hurricanes, uh, I mean, it, and the belief could very simply be it, the, the same between flat earthers and, and globe ball people. I mean, it just an anomaly that happens, I suppose. But uh, I don't I don't know if there is a, a thought or a, a study on that. Well, here's a here's a thought. You, there's no experiment ever that in a lab or in nature where you can have high pressure next to low pressure without a physical barrier. I don't care if it's above it, below it. You know, if you had a room above you that was a vacuum chamber and there was a valve with a hose, you opened up the hose, it's going to equalize instantly. How are we in a pressurized Earth system next to the vacuum of space? All the air should be sucked right off into space, right? People go, well, gravity, gravity's holding the air down, right? But meanwhile, I can stand here and hold my arms up, right? Can't hold, right? Um, and and if, if the gravity was holding the air to the Earth, I can get a shoebox open shoebox, and then suck all the air out of the room below the shoebox, right, out of this whole room, and then the air in the box would stay there because gravity is going to hold it there. That's ridiculous. We know that doesn't happen, okay? So you can't have high pressure next to low pressure. So getting the weather, how the hell can you even have weather if we can't have an atmosphere? But let's, we'll, we'll let that go. We have atmosphere. Um, the, the, <clears throat> if you look at the... Um, the cycles of, you know, they show us a jet stream. They show us this big sine wave, put that mm-hmm. on a, on a flat earth. And we have these beautiful circles where we have these counter rotating winds, right? This is what they show us. And then this is what we see on a flat earth, which makes a lot of sense. And then, and then um, what, what makes the water come out of the sky? Well, I have a, a, a theory and this is, you know, some people are, we're trying to figure this out. When does it rain the hardest? 
what kind of pressure system? Uh, low pressure. Yeah, low. Low pressure. So when you have a hurricane, have you ever been in a hurricane? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, in Florida, you get, we, like, we get them. <laughs> rivers, right, right, river. You get rivers of of water coming out of the sky. Where did all that water come from? Was it really floating there in the cloud? Right. Page one of the Bible, not that I'm a Bible person, says God separated the waters from the waters, created the firmament. So we have waters above and waters below. There's infinite water. Okay. I think when you have this low pressure, it allows this water to come in from another, another, dare I say, dimension, right? You get this low pressure and then water comes in. Where the, you know, planes can fly through these clouds. Where's the water coming from, right? These are just like, rivers that come out of the sky um it's it's pretty amazing so uh, again you can't have weather it can't have an atmosphere on a spinning ball in a space vacuum so you know it's saying that they bo- it works on both it doesn't you know we have one of our one of our guys uh taboo conspiracy he's made a great presentation and i'm going to give you links to to watch some stuff when we're done and basically he goes and he summed it up as the way you can tell we're not living on a ball is we'd all be dead because everything about the ball makes no sense whatsoever. It's absolute insanity. So, um, I got some philosophical type questions, but before I go to that, um, I do, I do want to, so the, the, is it the earth or the whole dome? that is surrounded by the ice wall. So you're talking about the ice wall and that comes from game of Thrones. They want you to believe that the little guy can piss off the end of the world. Um, (laughs) That's what that whole show is about. It's not an ice wall, right? So it's, so it's the ice shoreline, right? Right. Um, They, they want you to think that, you know, a lot of people say, you know, like Bill Nye, the line guy with the bow tie, he goes, show me a picture of the ice wall. You'll go take a picture, drive a car there and go take a picture. What an idiot. Okay. Um, but in reality, this is, there's billions, there's millions and millions of pictures. This is the shoreline of our world. Antarctica is the highest plateau on earth. Did you know that? Antarctica, this continent at the bottom of the ball is the highest continent on earth. Why is that? Well, Antarctica is the shoreline of our world, okay? Antarctica could be, um, could be many times bigger than all of the world, than the, all of the rest of the world, right? So maybe we live here. This is Antarctica, right. okay? It's pretty damn big. They take you to this little friggin' island out here, and they tell you, oh, that's all you're allowed to see. No one's allowed, or maybe they'll take you all the way here and go, look, we're at the South Pole. All right, time to leave. Okay. On a, on a, on a, um, here's another issue. We'll, we'll talk about circumnavigation real quick. All right. Circumnavigation. This is how it works. At the center of the earth is a magnetic pole. Some people think there's a mountain. There's something magnetic there, hugely magnetic. Okay. Maybe it's the throne of God, right? So here's our magnetic mountain and here is my boat plane whatever and the needles pointing towards the north well i'm trying to push this thing west what do i have to keep doing i have to keep turning to maintain a heading of 270 west west is not a straight line Hmm. i have to maintain i want to try to push it east 90 degrees east 
I got to keep turning. Right? Look at the compass. I'm, I'm maintaining a heading of east. Now, this is the same on a globe Earth and a flat Earth. Now, if I try to maintain a dead reckoning west, okay, that's west. And if I don't correct to the north immediately, I'm heading south. I, I, the first step was west, and every step after that is south. South is every direction away from the center. Now, if the Earth was a globe, I should be able to leave Santiago, head south, and end up in Australia, right? But no one has ever done that. You can't do it on a flat Earth, and no one's ever done it. If you go south, you just go away. No need to correct. South is a straight line. Goodbye, and you're not magically going to come up over here. No one has ever circumnavigated south, right? Mm. Now I'm heading north, north, north. As soon as I head past the north, I'm heading south. The compass just did a 180. So every direction that you point is eventually south. South, south, south. South is every direction. Every direction that, away from the center. Every yeah. direction. Well, like, but if you point to the north, right? And you dead reckon as soon as you pass the north, you're heading south. If you point to the west and you dead reckon, you're heading south. That rather quickly. So, so it's a central pole. It's a center. The North Pole is the center. East and West are circles around the North Pole. Okay. I want to make a Santa Claus joke, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's a whole nother rabbit hole. Santa, Satan, you know, they, well, they, I, there's there's a whole bunch of stuff going you on. You know, there. it is actually since I since I mentioned it, it is an interesting thing to think about is I had this discussion with my brother who said, I'm never going to teach my kids Santa or the Easter bunny, anything like that. You're lying you're to them. Lying to you're... them. And it's like, yeah, but it's an innocent lie. And it's like, it, is nope. it, or is it just conditioning them for accepting what they're told? Right. How come on the space station, we never see, you know, an airplane doing this. This is ridiculous, right? How is it maintained the, the spin of the earth when it crosses the pole the spin of the earth is changing directions. It's the earth is spinning from the right wing to the left wing. As soon as you cross the pole, it's now coming from the left wing to the right wing, right wing. Well, and I, I think what's wackadoodle about it is I think the, the stereotype is people look at a map, you know, a, yeah. a map of a flat earth and say, that's what these people think. So we can't fly from California to Australia or we'd fly off the, and that's, again, that's one of those things where it's like, you're, you don't understand. I mean, that, that that that's not a good argument <laughs> to me so, yeah yeah so so let's 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 talk about southern flights for a moment okay so let me, uh, where is my earth there it is oh, i found my earth all right <laughs> so northern hemisphere southern hemisphere equator okay right, right? you can see through it at times but um that's it right. still you, serves its purpose you can, you, you can deal with that <laughs> If you were flying from any two northern locations, from one to another, would you ever need to cross below the equator? From two northern? No. From, uh, no. And guess what? No flight ever does. You're right. Would the same thing be true from a southern location to another southern location? Would you ever have to go above the equator? You shouldn't. But they do. So let's look at why. Let me try this. Um, where did I go? I'm gone. Here I am. <laughs> so here's here's a flight. Okay. You want to go from from uh, you know South America. I mean, um, 
from 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 here to here, whatever, whatever, from um, South Africa to South Africa to Australia. (laughs) But here are the flight routes. They go all the way up across the equator, right? Here's another one. It goes all the way up here and down, right? Why does it go? Why doesn't it just cut across here? Because if you look at those on a flat Earth map, they're straight lines, right? Mm. Let's look at another one. This one is um, from uh, how come I? Oh, Johannesburg to. Chile to uh, Chile. (laughs) And so that would be the route, but instead they go all the way up here across the equator again and then down. So hold on. Let's look at that on a flat earth map. Straight line. Perfectly straight. Yeah. So are airlines and pilots complicit? Well, the, the pilots are just glorified bus drivers. Here's another flight. This is where, where it should go. Um, the, the actual flight is, as you can guess, goes ridiculously, ridiculously Whoa. out of place. But if you look at that on a flat Earth map, again, so Qantas, which is the airline out of Australia, um, their pilots have told us they all know, but they're not allowed to talk about it or they get grounded. Okay? They're, they're not allowed to talk about it. They talk about it amongst themselves, but they don't want to lose their jobs. Right? So here is... Um, Sometimes during a flight, someone's having a baby, emergency landing has to happen, someone's having a heart attack, right? And they, some weird things happen. They land in weird places. This flight went all the way up to Seattle, which is 1,000 miles out of the way off the flight path. But look at it. On a flat Earth map, it's right on the flight path. And when the emergency happened, they landed really quick. How did they travel 1,000 miles and then land in like 20 minutes? Okay, right? And, and that's because we don't live on a globe. Here's another one. This one, they landed in Moscow, right? Here's the flight path. Moscow's, again, 1,000 miles out of the way or more, right? Moscow, right on the flight path on a flat Earth. Another one right here is this one. They landed in Calgary. Again, look where Calgary is, way out of the way. But look. <laughs> Calgary's right on the line again. There's 16 emergency landings that have been documented. Um, In this book, it's free online. You get the PDF to search 16 emergency landings uh, that prove flat earth. It's also available on lulu.com as a coffee table book. Everything's documented. The news reports, the flight schedule, the route, the mileage, the times, everything. So you can go not just believe a bunch of memes that Flat Earth Dave is showing you. Go verify this shit yourself. Right. This book alone proves that the Earth is flat. Why do southern flights cross the equator and northern flights don't? It should be the same above and below. It, yeah, I can't rectify that in my head. Now, I'm not you the smartest can. person all the time. But, <laughs> but, but you're smarter than, than the, the, the major indoctrinated. You know, this is the route that um, the multi-stop flight goes. And if you want to go to Western Australia, it goes all the way up here, all the way over to China and Singapore and down, right? But if Western Australia, look, you come up across the United States, China, Singapore, straight line. You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned Qantas because I just heard they actually announced the direct flight from New York to Australia, which I guess is the first one of its kind. Right. Well, New York is right here. Right. Australia, bam. That's not that's, a big deal. Yeah, and they have, they have direct <laughs> flights. 
people say, well, the, the Santiago to Australia direct flight um, proves that the earth is, um, proves that it's not flat because it would take too long. Here's the question. Here's the problem. Only this one model airplane that only Qantas has makes that flight. Hmm. That flight, that plane has seven layers of heat-resistant paint on it. What does that suggest? Flying close to the sun, right? <laughs> no, or no, or... it's speed. Oh. It's speed. It's going faster. And there's also these air currents. Um, these outer, these trade winds, the west to east are the jet stream, and east to west are the trade winds. So the, the route that they take will go, you know, they'll get in these winds. So you got a plane that can fly 800 miles an hour, 900 miles an hour, and then it's got a 200 mile an hour tailwind. Now it's going 1,100 miles an hour. Well, guess what? They can go twice the distance. You would never know that you're going that fast. And bam, the flight gets done. Okay. And the, the time differences in these flights um, make no sense because on the, you know, with the spin of the earth, you know, it takes five hours longer going in one direction. Sometimes there's huge variations in the arrival times because sometimes the winds don't, don't cooperate. And many times the direct flight is rerouted to a multi-stop flight that takes like 26 hours with the layovers. Okay. So what's going on there? What's going on there? So, right. And, and that brings up another question. How many people do you think need to be complicit in protecting uh, the lie? Uh, it, presumably, you're talking about every, not every pilot, but international pilots. I think the, a lot of people, the right? The majority do not know because they get on there, they follow their GPS, you know, they, they, they take off and <laughs> they go set the 290. Oh, they're right. Set the two nine zero, and they're like, okay, you know. Then, you know, six hours later, after they're done reading their book or playing their game of chess, um, they're told to set to another thing, and they land the plane, right? Right. But there's so many pilots that are coming out now, um, that are that are you know saying it's flat and stationary. We interviewed one on the show Globebusters, and uh, the next day she was she was a veteran pilot for I think it was KLM. Uh, grounded the next day, she disappeared right after that. Right. There's lots of retired pilots that are coming out talking about it. there's retired astronauts that are talking about it. Right. But they're quickly silenced. You don't see it on the mainstream media. Um, I think I might even have a playlist. If you go into the, the frequently asked questions and what about pilots? Where is it? Um, are all the pilots in on it? Um, it's on here somewhere. And it's pilots and pilots, pilots and scientists, right? So you go here. Here's a playlist that you won't find on YouTube. Here it is. This one right here. This woman, um, she explains how the Earth is flat. It's impossible to be a ball. She's a, a longtime uh, career pilot, and um, these videos you won't find on YouTube. They're there, but when you search for them, even by name, they won't show up. They don't want you seeing these videos. And that's so, all through your app, right? Yeah. So the app is the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And here's the deal I have for people. Get the app. It's $3, okay? There's a subscription for $11 for a year if you want to message people, if you want to use the weather app, or if you want to fill out a profile and see other people's profiles. But besides that, you get everything else. You don't have to subscribe. <clears throat> but people like to subscribe because it's cheap. 
Um, every day there's a new video right here. You just tap that thumbnail, video comes up. And I say, watch the video every day for two weeks. At the end of that two weeks, if you still think the Earth is the globe and you have a proof, send it to me and you win three Bitcoins. But before you do, you have to go to the Frequently Asked Questions page and make sure your question isn't answered here. And most of them are, you know, like, hey, what about eclipses? What about gravity? What about seasons? You know, what about ships over the horizon, right? If I, if I click ships over the horizon, <clears throat> up come a, uh, let it load, what's going on here? Hold on. If I hit ships over the horizon, up comes a playlist of videos where the ship looked like it went over the horizon, but then with today's consumer optics, we can zoom in and we can see the ship again. We can see too far, right? These videos will explain to you how you can go get a freaking super zoom camera and go out and do it yourself and not just believe a video that's well-documented. You, you can believe plenty of these videos, but I went out and did it myself. I bought a Nikon P900 and I zoomed in and um, these videos will explain <clears throat> everything to you. Um, in the app also, on this page, uh, this is the more resources page, tons of stuff. But if you want to see some distant stuff, um, experiments done, this is a, a whole series of um, long distance stuff that's impossible on a globe. Totally impossible. Um, all sorts of great, great resources here. Um, also books, tons of books. Here's the book I was talking about, 16 Emergency Landings. Um, kids books. These are new, amazing, uh, all sorts of stuff, homeschooling stuff, which we're just started. Um, we're adding more and more, um, stuff for homeschooling because why well, send your kids to the indoctrination camp? Um, it does a whole ton of stuff. And one thing, one thing is the friend finder. Cause when you become a flat earther, you're kind of not really interested in non-flat earthers. And all you want to do is convert people into being flat earthers. But this app shows you where the other flat earthers are around you. Okay. So it's just loading here because there's a shit ton of people. It's um, like grinder for <laughs> it's grinder for flat. People are using it as a um as a dating app. They're using it for a job app. These are just the people that are near me. And the ones that have a little icon in it, if you click on one of them, let me click on one, and up comes their that person. I could message them or I can check out their profile. I can, uh, I can contact, you know, um, whatever I could send out a, uh, I have it set for 50 kilometers. That's what the circle is. So within 50 kilometers, I have, um, 367 people. I can send a group message. Hey, we're having a meetup at Joe's bar and grill, um, on Saturday at 4 PM. And yeah. bam, we did it in New York. We had 60, 70, 80 people showed up and it was, I, it, it was good. phenomenal. Who wants a flat orgy? <laughs> well, there, there you go. And and a lot of people um this is this is new right here. If you click that button, it brings up your referral code. So anybody that's uh signing up, if you put if you type in this code after you down uh, not signing up, download the app. The first thing is to ask you, do you have a referral code? You just put that in. Like if you're turning people onto the app, give them your referral code and then it'll keep track of how many people you've converted. Uh, that you've unplugged from the matrix because these are the points that you need to get into heaven, depending on how many seats, how many sins that you have. Right. So the, each one of these points deletes a sin. <laughs> so you can murder 17 people. <laughs> yeah. And if you, if you unplug 18 people from the matrix, you are forgiven. Okay. Okay. Right. Cause you saved, cause you saved 18 people. Right. 
Let, let, All right, let Christians, me... relax. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. While we're on the topic, this was a que- one of the first questions I thought of uh, when, when, you know, thinking about this topic and it involves the matrix and, and the, the thing. So, so one thing I've always observed just going through life is I'm like, God, the dumb people who are just unaware of, you know, uh, the, the rampant evil that the government is and, and all of these, you know, I, I took, I don't know if you even know the, the, the 40 thing, the 40 questions or statements you sent that said, what kind of, uh, how much of a truther are you? And there's I a said list that? of 40 things. Well, your people sent it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and over 20 of those 40 things and one of them's like you know the mass elites uh have a pedophilia ring i'm like yeah of course uh taxation is theft was one of them i'm like yeah duh um so over <laughs> half of those i believed um but my thing is the, the dumb people the people who are firmly always going to be plugged into the matrix because they lack critical thinking inside their brain uh and and i would say there's probably flat earthers who even fall in that camp probably not as knowledgeable as you maybe not your flat so, earthers so hold you on you actually can walk off the edge the, the the amazing thing about flat earth is you see the reality of our world you know you know the what's what's you know flat earthers we're still trying to figure out exactly how the flat earth is laid out that's okay we know that it's not a ball sure. we also know that this is ridiculous this thing that they're doing to everybody we know that right. <laughs> we also are aware of all of these things. All of those blue dots that I just showed you, all of those blue dots are people like-minded, right? People that people that um, you might want to work with, work for, or work for you. So people are actually using this as a way to find people to work, at, uh, you know, work with them. Or if you're hiring somebody, or you know, or looking for a job, um, people can find you this way. Also. Every single person on here, male or female, is your new best friend, right? There's people that are using it as a dating app because guess what? You know, a dating app or, 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 or somebody for work, the, the, the hardest part is location, mindset, intelligence, right? Well, all of these dots are awake and aware people. And like if I had a job, somebody, you know, work at a restaurant, landscaping, whatever, you know, I needed somebody to do computer work. They can figure that part out. I know that they're every one of those dots is awake, aware, um, you know, has critical thought. They can figure out the job. That's easy. Right. right? Well, I, you, I, you meet somebody there. You you have everything in common with them. Like if you're meeting somebody like going on a date, you know, um, you have a head start far better than any freaking dating site could ever do because yeah. we've all come through this journey. And um, it, it's it's such an amazing way to meet um real people like you know you go on a date with someone. when you're awake like a flat earther you go on a date with somebody and they're like oh yeah I, I'm, I'm triple jabbed and i can't wait for the fourth one and and you know and so stoked <laughs> trump is coming back you know and, and whatever whatever it's like the date's over the date's over you know so this is a way not to waste your life Right. And I would say I when I when I was saying about dumb people, I, I'm I'm not saying people who are on this app for sure, because I think they probably <laughs> have have done the vetting uh, and all that. But so so my 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 thought always goes back to the dumb people are the happiest people I, I tend to encounter, the people who are ignorant to the <laughs> world. So is it 
in a way, sometimes, again, as skeptical as I am of the government and every, everything like that, sometimes I sit back and think, I wish I was brainless, stupid, IQ, low IQ, because I could just be happy and plugged into a matrix without, without, <laughs> without seeing. Your life becomes so, a little more stressful, doesn't it, when you can actually but, but see? But here, here, here's the thing. So you're, you're awake and aware uh, by what, what you were telling me to a lot of stuff. Would you ever go back in the matrix cipher? Would you ever take the, the, the blue pill? You, you would hate to be those people. You would hate it, right? So here, here's Probably. who we are. Here's who we are. Neo at the beginning of the matrix, he's in his room. He's depressed. He's sleeping a lot. Something's wrong with the world. He's just not doing so well. And then look at Neo at the end of the matrix who's unplugged from the lies, taken back his power, realize nobody has authority over him. Put those two next to each other. Neo at the end is what a flat earther is. Neo at the beginning is what a glober is, okay? And, and there's no way we'd go back. So yeah, um, there's relationship issues with people that don't wake up, but here's the thing. Anybody that is slightly intelligent, they will eventually see flat earth. It might take them a while because of their indoctrination, because of their insecurity, because of their unwillingness to shake their world and realize, admit that they were wrong because of their ego. But eventually they'll come around. They have 0, 0.0 to the 120th power of you going back to the globe. Okay? So us, Flat Earthers, we're in the, in the lead seat here. Okay? It's all, it's all in our hands. We can decide to wait and offer, you know, Hey, you know, um, hopefully you'll come around. Right. Um, and it's easy. All they have to do is look right. I didn't become a flat earther for months because I refused to look. And then when I looked, even with a closed mind, I was like, Holy shit, Holy crap. And, um, it's my, it's mind blowing stuff. So, so what I tell people is, you can go to flatearthdave.com and, and the, there's tons of resources there. You can download the app there, but you know, if you don't want to spend the $3 on the app, not my problem. Um, there's a thing, there's a list there called uh, take the flat earth crash course, the list of videos, right? It's also here on the app in the more resources page. If we go right here, it says full length videos and here are a bunch of videos. This is a new one called The Next Level. You can find this one, actually, maybe if you search for it on YouTube. Um, and I'm actually in that. It's actually really good. It's a real movie, 80 minutes long. Uh, phenomenal. I challenge anyone to watch the first three videos, first four, first four videos, and not be a flat earther. If you're able to get through these first four videos and not end up at least rejecting the globe and being like, holy crap, what is this place? I have said information for you. You're retarded. <laughs> okay. I mean, let, that's just a fact. That's just a fact. I'm sorry. Let, I mean, let, and, I, I, I'm not, and I'm not looking down upon you. You're just retarded. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. right. You can't fix IQ sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, in devil's advocate form, let me ask you this. So you, 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 you mentioned even your three Bitcoin offer thing. Is there something that could be done that would convince you that the earth is a globe meaning if elon musk said i'll take you up on spacex you can look down on the planet yourself uh and see that it's a globe 
is there anything that you think would actually convince you that we are just a floating rock? You know, so here's the thing. I know that we're not. Sure, there is something to convince me. Yes, take me into space. Space doesn't exist, so it's not going to happen. Show me curvature. There is no curvature, right? Right. If you look, you know, this is, uh, remember when um, Michael Strahan went mm -hmm. up? This is what he said. It's unreal. I want to go back. It's unreal. It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Well, That's they could have taken them high up in the sky and given them. Oh, a nice they could. View, they they, right? they could have taken them on a bungee jump. You know, a, a zero G flight. Um, I don't even think that they're doing that because when you actually look at this, uh, at, at what's going on, um, you know, if you look, I'm, I'm trying to show you. Um, my favorite one is where the hell is it? SpaceX. Is it SpaceX. It was the. Where is it? Rockets. It's gone. Um, I'll show you this one instead. So this is William Shatner coming back after 90 some odd year old guy, big fatso. It's coming down. Now look at this thing. This isn't even real. It's going sideways. Now it's going down. Okay. Now watch this thing. Watch how hard this thing hits the ground. Okay. It's slammed. That's, that's the ground. It's dead. <laughs> thank you. And guess what? And when they show up, no ambulances, no doctors, no medicals, just a couple of reporters, Jeff Bezos, they're high-fiving each other. No medical personnel. At the, every, every event, there's a medical personnel. Anytime you have a group of people, you have an ambulance there, just in case. Let alone a 90-plus-year-old man. Go. This thing slams out of the sky, then they come out, they're high-fiving. Look, where's the medical team? Nothing. Nothing. No one's checking on anybody. Okay? That thing Abs had more of a shockwave than the bombs that go off in the Ukraine. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That would have broken some windows. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here's here's a here's another view of the impact, right? So we're coming down. Let me just jump forward. So the here, only... here, there, here, there. Did you see that? Watch. The only Slam. thing controlling it was parachutes. Yeah. Well, they say that there's jets that shoot out at the last second. Bullshit. Didn't okay. look like that from the impact on the earth. <laughs> right. It's re absolute ridiculous. And here they are, uh, you know, floating their potatoes around. Now, this is done in a zero-G plane, okay? And they're looking out these CGI windows, and it's edit, 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 edit. Each, each edit is a different plane flight, and they put it all together, okay? And the, the, you know, they actually listen to us. We're like, how come no one's looking out the window? And the next time, they're all looking out the window. And this is all of them just fooling around, right? Woo, we got four and a half minutes of free, of free floating, but they never show us more than five seconds at a time. Hmm. Edit, 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 because they're taking a whole bunch of zero-G flights and, um, and just putting them all together. Jesus. Well, yeah. uh, Elon, uh, you know, if you want to take Dave and I to space, you know, we're, we're willing to, to go up, but... Uh... <laughs> But but Dave does not believe that we're going to space, and I'm not even sure at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, you shouldn't be. I'm trying to show. This is the Elon testing his grasshopper, right? This is this is a, a early on test, right? Look at this thing. Look, watch it tilts over. How come it doesn't just flip over? You know why? Because this is a helium balloon with a little firework on the bottom. That's all it is. It's a big helium balloon. 
NASA controls all the helium in the world. You know that? They're the largest consumer of helium. Okay. Where? Oh, I know it is. I found, I found it. I found it. I'm going to show you. Um, it's just two-minute video. And this is Elon Musk rocket that's going to take us to Mars. Okay. Yeah. This is not edited. This is what they showed us. Ready? Launch, edit. Well, look, there's an edit. Why are we looking at that shot? Oh, why are we looking at this shot? Look how slow this thing is going. Now, look. Look at the camera angle. The camera's on the ground. Look how slow this thing is going. Look, well, what is this? Where's the thrust? Okay, now the onboard camera. Oh, it looks pretty high. Well, how do we have this side angle if it's that high? Wait a minute. Look how high we are again. Okay. Oh. Now the Ooh. engine's turning off and it's falling. This is 40,000 pounds free falling. Now watch the smoke in the next edit. Does this look like it's free falling or does this look like, what, what is this? Free falling. Look, look how high it is now, All right? Look how high it is. And now this is free falling again. This, this looks is horrible. Like a blimp. This it's a combination of blimp CGI. Now, now it's high again. Now watch this. The engines are going to go on. It's going to edit. The cameraman's going to get right underneath it, and then two of the three engines are going to go out. You see that edit? Now look, three engines. That right there is real footage, or uh, this is uh, real footage. Watch now. Two of the engines went out. Look, you can see how. Look at the smoke. How fast it's moving. This thing's going to land upright. Watch CGI smoke. And it landed right where it took off from. If you believe this is real, you're retarded. Okay. I mean, I, not, I, I again, hope you don't watch I, Marvel movies or you think there's a purple man out there trying to take out half the population. Yeah, I mean, Marvel's more believable than this nonsense. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Oof, that one was, that was, I've never seen that. That one was rough. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and look at this. This is 4 million pounds blowing around in the wind, the space shuttle. Oh, it's strong wind. <laughs> this is a bouncy house. This is all helium balloons. These are all helium balloons. Nobody has ever launched into space, uh, ever. And, and I broke my promise. So the Challenger explosion, do you think, what, what was that? Was that just optics? Sometimes we fail? Yeah, well, that, that, that absolutely. Um, let me, uh, let me just, I thought I had a Challenger, um, maybe it's the ISS. Yes. I'm going to make a, a special Challenger folder. Um, ISS and where do we have? We have not this one. Not that, because that's nothing. Um, <laughs> ISS. All right. All right. So, um. Where are my astronauts? So the ISS, the, that was the first time they ever took all of the, um, all the kids in school got to watch that live, right. right? They got to watch that live, right? And they had the school teacher on there and the, the whole thing, right? But did you know that we found six of the seven of them? They were run by the same name. They, come, they all work for universities. I think they all do. Maybe one of them has his own, own business. And they... They claim to be the identical twin of the other person. And Jesus. none of them showed up at their sibling's funeral. Okay. This one, Judith Resnick, there's a video of her as an astronaut um, making a speech. 
and she's making hand gestures and she's talking and everything. And then there's a video of her at Yale University. She's a professor and she's making uh, a, you know, she's making a speech, same hand gestures, same dimple, same teeth, same face, same hair, same smile, same, uh, I smile teeth, same thing, same voice, <laughs> right? Same thing. Okay. And they're lying. They're lying. Right. Somebody confronted, um, I think it was this guy. Uh, it, like just recently, like a couple of years ago in his garage, like he went in, he went to his house and he like, caught him in his garage and he, he goes, you know, people are saying that you're him. He's like, Oh, I'm not him. Then we look at the faces. We analyze them. Facial recognition. It's exactly the same person. It's exactly the same person, right? They're lying about everything. You catch them faking space once, right? Faking space once. And, um, then you, you, you have them. Busted, busted forever. Here, here they are talking to kids. Oh, that's the full. I keep doing that. Um, here's one. I like, I like this one. This is Don Pettit bragging how he made it. Took some plastic and he was able to drink coffee out of this little plastic thing because the coffee clings to it. So this is being done uh, with CGI and um, and uh, and and on a, and a yeah and on a, <laughs> on a I think on a zero G flight. The, co the coffee or the color, whatever, it unsynced. This is all, this is all CGI, right? And they're using green screens, right? These guys are, they always have their heavy belts on. They're, they're on harnesses. They, they may be upside down. I'm not even sure, but watch his arm. Watch right underneath his arm. Bam. Green screen. Green screen. Oh. Why is he in front of a green screen on the ISS? Right? It's here's one. This ball is filled with helium. It's real. This is not real. And now she's manipulating it. Watch again. No stuffed animal, stuffed animal. They even put a little They've Star got Trek. a little Star Trek technology. Yeah, and they even had the noise. <laughs> they even had the friggin' beaming noise. And uh, and then they show this is called augmented reality. You can play with objects in real time. And then you can see them in real time. I mean, the green screen stuff is so easy. It's so easy. Yeah, um, I, the, I, the stuff I played that they Dracula do. once in front of a green screen. They turned me into a bat. So I. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I know it can happen. Uh, right. It, it's it's something impressive. From uh, again, I, I I tend to be. I don't want to say agnostic because that has a religious value to it, but I tend to be kind of a, I'm non-committal in anything except for, you know, my sports teams and, and whiskey. Um, but, but it says something to me that every single thing I'm like, Oh, here's a unique question. You still had an answer for it. <laughs> right. Look at all the stuff they, they fake. I mean, look, look, Oh, this is real. This is all, it's all nonsense. Right. It is an interesting and I, I think I finally grasp why, you know, you, in, in things I've read from you, it's the biggest conspiracy or the most important one out there is because it does impact every single thing in your way of life. And it's uh, something when, when you understand the earth is flat, you unplug from the matrix and you can't put it down. Right. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. 
And then you unplug and you stop being in fear, right? Fear, false evidence appearing real, that is how they control you. They steer your mind with the news at Northeast, West, South news, okay? And they mm. keep you in fear. They tell you they only use 10% of your brain in school. That's because that's where they want you in that slave mentality. They don't want you connecting with source, connecting with nature, connecting with your higher self, because that might challenge their authority over you. They don't want you knowing that no one has dominion over you, that you have God-given free will, and nobody can take it from you unless you give it to them. Okay? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of like the, uh, the forefather said. If you think about it from that perspective, you, you, you got God-given rights. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, I like right. to think the forefathers probably didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and so why do they want to lie about this? Because all the flat earthers that have woken up to it, they've unplugged. They're no longer giving their energy to the system. They, they're taking action on um, all of the things that you mentioned earlier. You know, we're, we're unplugging. We're not giving our energy. This is a spiritual war, and they don't want us to know that. They don't want us to even to know that that's a real thing. That's how they get away with it, Okay. Because people are like, oh, no, that spiritual stuff, you know, there's, there's nothing like that. You know, there's no, you know, you're warm meat when you die. They, uh, they don't want you realizing um, that this is an amazing place and that we have incredible powers uh, to manifest the world that we want. They don't want us knowing that. Yeah, it's. Uh, they're hiding. They're you, hiding. You give the me fact. some things to think about. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Again, anybody that's listened to this so far, if you really listen, you should really want to do some investigating. So if you go to flatearthdave.com, um, that's where you can find the links to all my stuff. The app has got a long name. Just make sure if you're going to get the app, it's by Blue Water Bay. On Android, there's already a Flat Earth Society knockoff one, same graphics and stuff. And every week I get emails from people. I can't find the featured video and the friend finder and the, the app doesn't look anything like it. I'm like, you downloaded the wrong app, right? And the, so the safest way, scan this QR code, make sure you have this logo or just go to flatearthdave.com and click it right there. And, uh, and you can download it. You can download it from there. Um, tons of resources there. Um, go read the reviews if you're worried about spending $3 on an app. Okay, go read the reviews, except for the couple people that have like an old phone and they don't know what they're doing and they, they left a crappy review because they couldn't figure it out. But then they finally reached out to customer support and we fixed it for them, you know, and then whatever. But it's still the highest rated app, even with a, a couple of bad reviews in there. But most of the reviews are five stars, people raving, saying it's the only app that they have. It's the only app that they use every day, um, whatever. It's... um. It's a great resource, and if uh, it'll help wake you up, and then once you're awake, it's a great tool to have to wake other people up. You know, because because if you um if you if you you know if you're talking to somebody and you're trying to explain that there's more land, well, you just go to this little images button and scroll down to where the maps are. You go, you know, this is what I mean by more land, right? We live here, and then you explain the extra territory right um they're like oh you think we went to the moon and you go over to this one and go they went in this thing made out of paper mache and tinfoil <laughs> you know and you, if you if they're if they like memes you go down to the end oops tons of tons of memes um really good memes somebody's been loading me up you know 
which cartoon ball do you like? Um, you know, <laughs> what they want you to think. There's the real ice wall. Um, tons of stuff. I just, I just want to end up on that land of the clones because I think I'd have a cool time hanging out with myself. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't know about land of the clones, but you know, there, there's um, in the book section on the app, there's um, a couple of books. One of them is the Iron Republic. And it's about um, finding more land. Uh, somebody, uh, a, 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 not a, a, a politician in the late 1800s um, was tired of what's going on here and got a boat, sold everything and went to Antarctica and found an opening. And then they were lost at sea for a month. And then they came across more lands with a city. And it was an advanced civilization. And they find out that those people left here in the 1600s because they didn't like the tyranny that was going on. And they went to the outer lands. And it's an amazing story. It's written as a true story. Whether it's true or not doesn't matter. In 1901, when it was published, they were talking about more lands beyond Antarctica. Okay? Mm. That rings true to me. There's something. Yeah. Something, something going on. If they don't, uh, if, if there was other continents, even here within, in our Southern Ocean, because when you wrap the flat earth around a sphere, you have to lose huge swaths of Southern Ocean. And uh, there's uncharted waters here within our realm. There's more land beyond Antarctica, right? There's so many things they're hiding from us. And, you know, we don't know what's beyond the shoreline of Antarctica, but we deserve the ability to freely explore ourselves. And that's why they demonized um, airships because, you know, the Hindenburg, they demonized hel uh, hydrogen and then NASA controls all the helium. So there's not enough helium to go around for people to start airship companies because with an airship and a solar power, a solar fan, you can go anywhere, you know, so a solar panel and a fan, a little more than that, but hmm. so there well, you go. Dave, I, uh, I can't express my gratitude enough for coming on here. The funny thing is I've already kept you beyond the time. And I'm like, Oh, there's about 2000 other things we could talk about that eat, don't even have anything directly to do with the flatter. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but I've, I've greatly enjoyed, uh, having a chance to speak with you and, uh, I've got some, I've got some more reading to do. Gosh, I hate reading. <laughs> Most of the stuff here, you I can watch your videos. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's so many videos. Get the app, watch the videos, hit the frequently asked questions, hit the, the daily video. And if you don't want to wait right to the right of the daily video is an archive button. Hit that. You have all the videos from this month than the previous months and the previous years, okay? They're all there. And just start watching those videos and life is gonna become way more interesting, way more interesting. You'll guaranteed never be bored again. And you're gonna know some stuff of which is gonna actually help you. It's gonna lift you up and help you get to where you're supposed to be going. Gotcha. I'll be like that third guy in the matrix. I, I won't be Neo, but I'll be that other guy. There you go. <laughs> Just don't be Mr. Smith or um, Cypher. <laughs> no, no. All okay. Right. Thanks so much again for joining me here on the podcast. Uh, and uh, everyone check out the uh, links below to see everything uh, that Dave uh, has to offer. Thanks again, Dave. All right, man. Thanks. See ya. All right, that's it. That's all. That is the episode. Uh, welcome back to the Matrix. <laughs> um, this was a long one, so I will keep my outro short. 
I'll probably have to uh, go more in depth into my thoughts on this. I will say um, I conducted this interview more recent than some of the episodes that have not been published, but because uh, the video component and all that, I wanted to kind of push this one out quickly. Um, I will say I'm going to look into a couple things, but I will also say he has not convinced me with his arguments that the earth is flat. However, I do want to uh, talk to, you know, some pilots, probably not on the podcast, because if if uh, what they say is uh, backs up what Dave says, then uh, they will disappear if they come on the podcast. So um, some some new uh, information, the fake challenger stuff uh, to uh, to look into. Um, so, you know, again, it's it's fun, uh, entertaining for me to, to kind of look into things like this. Uh, and if you've been listening to the podcast a while, you know I've wanted uh, someone who could talk about the Flat Earth to come on for a while. And I got to say, as far as uh, Flat Earthers go, I think I got the, the top one. I mean, he had answers. He was prepared for every question, and you probably might you know, be watching or listening to this and screaming at me for being a moron. Um, you know, I'm not a scientist, so I don't have any facts or figures to argue, you know, <laughs> with him. Um, but he, he, he had answers. So certainly, you know, for me, something that, uh, is worth looking into. No, I don't, he did not convince me to be, to be quite honest. However, you know, if I talk to some pilots and they, that's the thing that kind of rings out to me the most. If I talk to pilots about the, the whole traveling direct in the Southern Hemisphere and they back that up and, you know, maybe or maybe they don't have an explanation for it. Um, I don't know. You know, maybe that that's kind of my next thing that that stuck out because, you know, I'm not buddies with Elon Musk and I can't just ask him to take me up so I can see for myself. Um so, but an interesting conversation. I like things like this that make you expand your brain, even if, you know, again, if, if a scientist is listening to this, uh, probably someone like the astrophysicist I had on a, a month ago, uh, if he's listening to this, he's probably able to spout out a bunch of uh, accurate facts that would counter argue what he said, I would suppose. Uh, but I'm not that knowledgeable about things. So I just like to. Uh, Try to understand. So, again, as far as uh, getting a, a guest to come on to talk about the Flat Earth, it certainly lived up and exceeded my expectations as far as uh, he seemed to make sense to me. Um, but, again, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one to, tough pill to swallow because uh, the pill's not flat. It's shaped like a globe. <laughs> all right everybody hey, do me a favor subscribe to the youtube channel uh subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening uh, i have some delightful guests i have recorded episodes for already that will be coming out uh next monday is one i'm very excited about um it's a lady who uh wrote a book called the metaphysical thomas jefferson she used a medium who was able to again you might not buy the premise, but interesting conversation nonetheless. But she used a medium who was able to connect with Thomas Jefferson and answer questions 
for her from Thomas Jefferson, and she put it in a book. It's a it's a very interesting read um, and politically right up my alley. You know, the obviously there's some some thoughts about whether you know a medium can connect with the dead, let alone with Thomas Jefferson. But she'll answer those questions. Uh, so tune in next week. Uh, like, subscribe, share with a friend. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all the links are below. TikTok. Uh, and rate the episodes on IMDb. Starting to get uh, enough ratings where we're getting, you know, stars showing up. So I, uh, I currently still have a 10 out of 10 star podcast. And most of the episodes are uh, nine and a half or above. Uh, but keep, keep rating those episodes as you listen to them. And uh, that, again, helps me provide the best entertainment possible. See you back here next week. Peace.